AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, the Oscars are over, which only means we have stuff to talk about. Hello, everyone. My name is Garrett, along with Rob Shooter, who... It looks like you have some makeup on. Does it mean you're tired? No, or you did TV. Hello, 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 hello. I just came from from doing TV interviews about the Oscars and um, wanted to come down and talk to you about of them, course, my friend. Of course, and that's what it's all about right here on iHeartRadio each and every week. So, Rob, uh, let's, let's start with uh, the obvious. Um, I'm not a fan of everyone making... Bradley Cooper break up with his fiance to be with Lady Gaga because it's what everyone else wants. <laughs> right. it's, uh, and it's not true. So Lady Gaga won for best song uh, for the song Shallow that she wrote with Mark Ronson, which honestly, where we're sitting, right around the corner. Really? Where, where they wrote it. Oh, Mark Ronson has an apartment downtown? Yep, and uh, that's where he did most wow. of his work. And so she came down to his apartment? Yep. That's how she works? You come to Mark, you oh. don't get a Gaga? Oh, well, uh, I, I don't know exactly how... The process right. works, but... It's like how we work. I come to you. Exactly. Uh, bitchy, bitchy. Every, every time. I'm such a diva. I'm like the Barbara Streisand of the podcast world. Um, so uh, so uh, Lady Gaga wins uh, for the song she wrote with Mark Ronson, and uh, Bradley Cooper sang on it, Shallow. You've heard it on the radio nine billion times. It looked great. So my, my insiders tell me he actually directed that moment of the Oscars. It was his idea to have Gaga and himself walk up out of the audience and stand by the piano and eventually sit. And that final frame where their faces 
are unnaturally close, but on film, on TV, it looks fantastic. Right. That was all him, and I think they created a real moment. But, and this is where we get carried away. Yes, they were performing. Yes, they like each other. Yes, they have chemistry. His mom was there. His girlfriend, who his fiance, his fiance was there. Um, they're not together. My experience with celebrities, and I've done this a really long time. If they're going to hook up, they hook up on the set. They don't hook up after the movie's finished and after they've finished promoting it. So with actors, they do an enormous amount of intimate work on a set. And then really, the next time they're very close is when they promote the movie. So day after day, they're doing interviews together. This is the end of the movie. So after the Oscars, it's done. And the so marathon, if, the yeah, end so of the marathon. If they were going to hook up, they would have done it by now. It's like you and me. We would have hooked up by now. <laughs> but, like, we, but we don't. <laughs> but, we, but we sit cheek to cheek each week <laughs> at the podcast with, with, a, with a piano uh, for no reason because we both don't play it. And <laughs> me, me with my Bradley Cooper beard, you and your Lady Gaga and gown. <laughs> we look and, lovely. We'll take we, that picture. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll recreate it and put it on Instagram at the but, end of the show. But here's the thing, Rob. It, it, just because Lady Gaga is having, you know, a little bit of a rough patch in the relationship world mm-hmm. doesn't mean she's jumping to Bradley Cooper's arms and saying, woe is me, save me, blah, right. blah, blah, I love you. Right. Now, did they do they look great together? Yes. Yeah, they do look beautiful. But think about it. That's why they were on screen together, right. because they worked well together on camera. Yeah. Uh, we're falling in love for something that is in a movie. Yes. I, I've, I've, you know, I do this for a living. I've hit the phones for six months. When they started making this movie over a year ago, there was rumors. And right. I hit the phones, and everybody that I spoke to on the set said they have great chemistry. And it's actually more like brother and sister, as creepy as that sounds after seeing that picture. <laughs> They're not or the together. Movie. And then I heard something that turned me off Bradley a little bit, but, but, but it's a fact. We should admit it. I think Lady Gaga is stunning and powerful and beautiful. The type of ladies that that Bradley likes are really model types. And when you look at his fiance and you look at Gaga, they're very different types of ladies. And so a guy, it's like a Leonardo DiCaprio. He likes Victoria's Secret models. So even if I'm a beautiful, smart, I'm pink. That's not Leo's type. I think pink is amazing. And so I'm treading carefully here because I don't want to disparage everybody. Everybody has their, I think it's, yeah. Exactly. Gaga is not his type. He likes her a great deal. The truth, she probably has a little bit more of a crush on him than he has. I don't her, even think that though. Like, like she re- likes him. But but remember, and he we, changed her life. Exa- that, that and and the fact that because as she said in every interview, you can walk into a hundred rooms right. and ninety nine people says uh, say no, just as long as that one person says yes. You've heard the interview nine thousand times as she's done it. But remember. What was it? About a month ago, you and I sat in this room and we said they were they had the brilliant idea of Bradley Cooper going to Vegas and sitting down with Lady Gaga to perform Shallow at her Vegas right. residency. Smart. It wasn't during uh, the hey, voting period during, of the Oscars. Exactly. Very smart. This again, the movie is done. It's it's done. It, it, it's, it's going to it, it won a few awards to keep on top of mind. What are they going to do? They're going to play into everyone's emotions, and everyone is falling for it, which is fine. But they're not going to get together. They're not together. I promise you, they're that not. annoyed me so much it, that people are like, they should kiss. Just no, kiss already. His girlfriend's and his, his mom, mother. They're in the front row. And if he was going to have an affair, which I don't think he would, but if he was, he wouldn't be doing it in front of his mom and his fiance. So oh. I don't want to burst your bubble here. A beautiful moment. If, if we should think that Lady Gaga is going to get with, with anybody, it's not Bradley Cooper. She went to Madonna's party. And these two, these two have sort of like, forget North Korea and peace. 
Madonna and Gaga met up late last night at her party. They took a photograph together. Now I'm more worried about these two than I am Bradley. Now, I, I, I like to play the what-ifs game. Now, let's just say Lady Gaga did not win a Grammy last night. Oscar. Uh, an Oscar. Yeah. Uh, she's won them all. Uh, an Oscar for Shallow. Does Madonna still take that picture with Lady Gaga? Interesting. We reported yesterday, we broke the story yesterday that Madonna invited Gaga. So Madonna's party is harder to get into than Vanity Fair. The way it works is Madonna actually goes over the guest list and it's at a private house. It's not at a, a bar or a club. It's not a huge space. It's at a private home. Right. A luxurious private <laughs> home, but still a private home. The, a nice one bedroom. The celebrities get into a studio apartment on the West 20s. <laughs> so, um, so you get invited by Madonna. My sources tell me the people that stand out in the room are the ones that are not famous. It is everybody that's famous. An hour or two before the party, you get a text from Madonna giving you the address. You don't even has know where from, it is. But by, by the way, it has to be a burner phone. It There's is a no, burner phone. no but, way but Madonna. But also to Madonna's texting, not publicists, she gives the she tells you where the party is to Gaga, right. to Leo. So she has everyone's cell phones. By the way, it's a burner phone and she throws out in the trash. If you go through the holiday, Hollywood Hills right now, <laughs> someone's trash, you'll find a burner phone with everyone's phone <laughs> everyone's number in number. there. So Gaga was invited before she won this Oscar. Um, yeah, I think she would have taken the picture. Madonna has new music coming out in a couple of months. And I think Madonna is so clever and smart. And I mean this as a compliment, not a dish. Madonna knows how to tag along with someone popular. She did it with Britney. She did it with uh, Miley Cyrus. Madonna knows how to how to merge her brand with someone young and hip and in the moment. Right. It's Gaga's moment. Madonna wants a little taste of that. And she deserves it. Madonna's the queen. So I think it's just brilliant, brilliant move. And the picture looks great. God bless her. Kiss her makeup. I, I think uh, having no host really didn't affect the show. I liked it better. Uh, the reason I liked it better, and I spoke to several people, a couple of which were actually presenters last night, they said to go out and present for two minutes is so much more fun than doing a three-hour show. So when you're the host, you really have to do months and months of prep with the writers. It's a big responsibility. You're nervous. Where I think Amy and Tina, they can come out and just be funny for three minutes and then go to the bar. I, I But I think after the way that they presented first at the Oscars, uh, it got people going, why not have three women hosts? It'd be great, but I don't think they need a host. I think now you open with a big musical number. You do a song we all know. So you can't open with the song from Mary Poppins or a song we don't know. It has to be a classic. I think if the Elton John movies are hit, they're doing Elton now after right. Bohemian Rhapsody. Elton should open next year doing one of his hits. Like, open with a big song we all know. Everyone's on their feet dancing. Start off like a party, and then we don't need a host. Do did you, you see what Kevin Hart did? Uh, no, I didn't. So not. last night, while the Oscars were going on, he put a picture out of him on the couch with his son, and then he put a picture of him in the gym watching the Oscars while punching a bag. So he definitely wanted to sort of, like, have a voice about last night. Well, well it's interesting because Kevin Hart right now is filming Jumanji 2, so movie. it makes me believe that... If he was doing the Oscars, Jumanji 2 would be held up for him to do the Oscars. It takes prep. They, they, normally the host works for two, three weeks, maybe a month with writers. So um, I think it worked out great. I, I liked it without the host. I like a big musical number to open. I thought Adam was great. I think he was great. Too. I, but it was interesting, though. Every time they would flash Queen, he was not... He probably, I saw him a few times, maybe three, four rows behind Queen, not with, with Queen. Queen. Right. And it's he a, is on tour yes, with Queen. It's, it's a very tricky role he's worked. Like, I remember when you did the premiere for this movie here in New York. It's very tricky being Adam. I saw him at the premiere you right. hosted. And he felt a little like, it was a little weird. Like, he's not, he's not in the movie. 
He, he's on tour with them. It's not his voice they're using. It's an it's odd like, situation. It's, odd it, 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 it's like being the the uh, the next like, boyfriend or yes. girlfriend after after a relationship. Yes, you know, yes. you like you don't know how to act. You're, you're meeting new friends, yeah. but you know those friends still think about the other person. And it's tricky. And have the whole movie to have the worst seat in the house when I open the show. If I was Adam, I'd be like. Eh. I guess it feels strange. The other big surprise of the night was Glenn Close not winning. So Glenn uh, was the favorite to win. Seven-time nominated. The most nominations without a win, I think, of all time. Seven nominations. She didn't win at the last minute. It went to Olivia Colman, who's a British actress. So you probably won't know her in The Favourite. Um, a terrific, terrific part. She's great in it. But um, Glenn, poor old Glenn. She, she literally dressed like an Oscar. To her credit, she did go to the after parties. I would have gone home. Uh, so uh, <laughs> did you see Green Green Book? Green Book, I did. You did? Green Book you refers like- to, it's a book that when the South was segregated, when America was still segregated, the Green Book was a book that people, black people could use to find hotels that would let them stay at those premises. Right. And so it's sort of like a driving Miss Daisy in reverse. It's a white driver and a black gentleman in the back of the car. It's a great movie. So so the the main cast, uh, Mahershala Ali, yeah. you know, oh, he, he won, and the main cast was up there. Now, here's the interesting part. Um, you know the comedian Sebastian Maniscalco? I do, yes. He was actually in Green well, Book. I didn't know that. Um, but let me show you where he, so he attended last night, oh, the, the Oscars. Oh, Rob, sh- <laughs> upstairs. Should, sh- oh, let's see if I can find it real quick. Oh, he oh, probably deleted it. Oh, my God, wait, he oh, deleted it. it. What did he put? Oh, Just no, paraphrase. here it is. Rob, I want to show you where uh, someone who's in the, uh, the award-winning... Ooh, take a screen grab before he deletes yeah. it. Oh, he looks like he's taking a photograph of the stage way up in the gods. He, it looks like he's in the the catwalk, oh. but that's where he was sitting. He goes, living the high life next to the sound of foam at the Oscars. Is there a zip line to the stage? Oh. Need oxygen, no Wi-Fi. So this man, he sell he could sell out this theater that he's in in probably seconds. Right. Was in the movie of the year. It, he's sitting probably in the last row. It's really tricky. It's really, really tricky. The person that got the best seat is that before Lady Gaga performed so she enters the show we see her at the top of the show she disappears after 15 minutes my, my reporters who were in the theatre right. told me she went backstage to do a change and with me and you me and you can change in probably 10 seconds. minutes seconds <laughs> she took an hour and a half so for an hour and a half some seat filler got a front row seat next to Bradley Cooper and his mother on the front row great, I, great. I've, I've always wondered like it, it has to be so fun but yet like at the end of the day like you you don't get anything out of it. You it's not like it. it's not like you get paid. Yes, but you don't make a connection. Right. Unless you're not allowed you're, to take photos. Right. You're not allowed you're, to ask for a selfie. You, you yeah. don't have a cell phone, so you're right. you're stuck trying to hold conversation during commercial breaks right. with Bradley Cooper. Like, at what point do you go, "Hey, man, listen, oh, I don't think I'm doing you a favor, so you don't look like you're lonely here at the Oscars." <laughs> You know, let it's me get all, let me get in also, on the movie with you. The next movie, Artie, artificial. Uh, so the big surprise too was was Green Book winning. I think most people thought it was going to be Roma. Yep. Um, Black. Oh, did you see Spike Lee had a little bit of a diva fit? So when Green Book won, Spike was really angry. And right. Jordan Peele had to like calm him down. Who wrote to the Black Black Klansman? And they said Spike wanted to walk out of the room. He was so angry. And then later on, he was asked about his little temper tantrum, and he said it was like. Madison Square Garden when the ref makes a bad call he thought he was going to win yeah problem is uh, you're in a different arena <laughs> and he but the thing is like that's the problem he he won an award already he, yes, if he didn't win anything if he didn't win anything I could understand the outburst like at what point do you get to
too greedy. Right, you, right, right. you know what I, I mean? I, I be think grateful versus versus like, wow, 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 woe is me, right. I didn't win. No, I'm with you. You've got an Oscar. Lady Gaga didn't win either, but she won Best Song, so she did win. Uh, I'm no, with I, you. I, the I, one that's the class ass, though, is Glenn Close. To, to think you're going to win. Uh, she, everyone thought she was going to win. Everyone predicted it. She was dressed as a winner. She had a speech ready. And when she didn't win, to sit on the front row, and then the meanies in the control booth to cut to her face while Olivia is doing a speech with a smile. And then Glenn did go to the parties. I've seen uh, my, my, my oh, She's a good team player. She's a good person. Well, you know what I don't understand? You know how they cut off everyone for the, for the awards? Yes. Like, you know, if you start to go over. Those producers let the three poor people that won for hair and makeup oh. and vice stand on stage for almost two minutes. It was a little awkward. Now, if it was if it was anyone else, Rami right. Malek, Lady Gaga, uh, they would slowly fade the music out as they're still talking. It, and uh, as I, they start the night, they have a lot of time on their side. So right. when you start the night, you have three hours to kill. And so, in the same way, when you do a radio show or a podcast, there's, you know, you're aware at the beginning we've got we've got a bit of time to fill, and then the last two minutes you're like, oh, hurry yeah. up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Come on. what else, what else, next, up. great. The hard thing about it, time-wise, is if you leave a lot of time for the big stars to talk at the end of the show and they give short speeches, you've got no filler, so it's. You, it's easier to go over than under. So if we end the show, we've got 10 minutes left. What are we going to do? Are we going to dance? Like, so right. I do understand the producers are like, oh, we'll sort of play the clock down a little bit here because at the end... I just like, think they left them out there to drive. They They're like, it was, like really it was like, this is our moment. Like, we don't really have a moment outside <laughs> of Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper possibly kissing, which we don't know is going to happen yet. Uh, they, they were like, let's let these three <laughs> innocent people who are very nervous... All the, And by the way, who decides... If if all three of us are going up on stage, Rob Shooter, you and I go up on stage, and let's just say some random other person, Jordan Peele, all three of us, you would think we all have our own cards. Right. These people, poor people, decided to print out one piece of paper and they, all read off they, of it. They do hair and makeup. They are not prepared for <gasps> this. They should have prepared for this. Speaking behind the scenes, you know, you, know, you know what I think was the biggest insult to Hollywood in general? What? Uh, the Walmart commercials. Oh, really? Or Walmart or... T I think it was, it was Walmart, Walmart or Target. They, they decided to it was, dress people that didn't wear their clothes to the Oscars. It was the people behind the it scenes. It was a little rude. It was like, these people it was like a backhanded compliment. Versace, we're going to give them Walmart. It was like, though we don't care about, we, uh, <laughs> you know, Brad Pitt on the main screen, we care about the person holding strawberries. <laughs> like... Come on! It was a little. It was a little toe. It was deaf. like a backhanded compliment, big <laughs> it, time. It was toe deaf. The other big gossip of the year was Vanity Fair's after party, their big Oscar party. The New York Times officially announced the day before the Oscars was dead. The Times turned out to be wrong. It was the hottest party of the night, maybe outside of Madonna's. Taylor Swift, who did not go to the award show, she turned up. J Lo turned up. Barbara Streisand turned up. It, it's still the party. So if you're hearing Vanity Fair's parties dead. Don't believe it. It was the party of the night. We got to get into one of those parties. I've been. I've been in my. I went with Diddy once when I worked for Diddy. They're not fun if it's you or me. So it's fun if you're Diddy, or it's fun if you're a celebrity. But other celebrities only want to talk to celebrities there. And so I just felt so out of place and just like so fat and so not good. You were with some of the most beautiful people in the world. I didn't like it. That's how I, I, I feel like Elton when I'm one. with you. Oh, you got, you're, you're cuter than me. Um, um, the Elton one's a more fun party. People actually have fun. So here's them. the thing. So if Elton John is nominated for an Oscar next year, uh -huh. who it's like one of the, if a tree falls in a forest and no one's around, does anybody hear it? Does Elton John host his own party or attend the Oscars? Oh, he'll, no, he'll, the party could go ahead without Elton now, so it's such a great party. Right. You know, you want Elton there, but there's so many other celebrities. He'll go to the Oscars, and then they'll come to his party, and it'll be huge. The one that I think 
people are talking about being a little bit of a bad sport too. And I, 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 I didn't think about that till somebody asked me this morning. Is Emily Blunt wouldn't sing the song from Mary Poppins? I she get wasn't it. nominated. I'm, I'm, the I'm movie t- wasn't nominated. She didn't turn up, so Emily did not go to the Oscars. Um, but Jennifer Hudson wasn't nominated, and she turned up to sing that song. And so people are like, Bette Midler filled in at the last minute because she's friends with the composers. But shouldn't it be an Emily Blunt? Uh, well, he, but here's the thing, uh, Robin. This is where I'm going to side with Emily Blunt and John Krasinski on this, it. aside from them being a power couple that I love. <laughs> um, Emily Blunt, uh, reading up on it, nervous as all could be. It's easier to sit in a studio with a few confidants, know that you can mess up, and redo it. You're live on the Oscars with a few hundred, uh, let's just say 50 million people watching. There's no chance, there's no opportunity. You mess up, you become the meme the next day. You do, but also to your Mary Poppins. And when you sign up for this stuff, yes, you can have stage fight and and yes, you you might not. But she's not a singer, though. That's but, the but thing. But she did Mary Poppins. So she did Mary Poppins, gonna, yes. And the song was sort of a talky song. It wasn't like, you know, the Titanic theme song. Bette Midler talked her way through it a little bit. Um, I don't know. I, I want to be really kind here like you, but part of me, too, is about the work. And if you sign up to do this and you get paid all that money to do it, like, do it. Like It's disappointing. Like, it's the same way that I get angry when pop stars call in sick. Do the show. Right. Like, I, it, I don't know. I, for me, well, I'm really, really tough about so it. So you watched the whole Oscars, right? I did, I did. No, I did it really early, but I, I did watch it. I, uh, I, I felt a little slighted by Gaga's speech because... I felt like when she said, if you're sitting on your couch, which I was at the time, uh, this is hard work. I go, wait, I, I know it's hard work, but I'm I'm oh. sitting on my couch. What do you right. want? What? Right. I, so did, I stood up. I stood up did, because then she wasn't talking to me anymore, <laughs> and I felt I felt a little better about myself. I, I actually, and it's, I, I don't like looking or hearing really rich, privileged people telling me how hard they work. Right. I don't like it. I don't like it when celebrities won't take pictures. Like, come on, you have a great life. But I do have a lot of people I know, some of which who work for me, and they do think this is very easy. When your friends see you out as Garrett from the radio, they don't realise for 10, 15 years you've been getting up at four in the morning. Right, exactly. Like every day, not, not once. And so nobody wants to hear it is hard work. But I find the people, I think the point Gaga was trying to make is everybody wants to be here it's holding not the easy. statue. Yeah. But getting there is about doing the work every single day. When In my PR days, the ones that were the most successful celebrities were not the most talented. Who was the it most was, successful in your eyes Diddy of worked, just hard work? Diddy just Diddy. worked. I don't know what Diddy does. I don't know what his talent is. I love him. I don't really... And I, I Entrepreneur, to, I would he's say. He's like Barnum. Like, I think he makes T-shirts and sells vodka, but I don't really know. <laughs> right. um, you know, everyone makes fun of the Kardashians. Kim works. Kim gets up and does what she has to do. Alicia Keys, like, I worked for Alicia years before I met her. She was playing every... Sh- Crappy, crummy piano bar here in, in New York, York City, City. Yep. Day after day after day after day. Those are the ones that that really work. Right. It doesn't come overnight. Well, That's you, what Gaga you, was trying you, to say. You know what I want? To sp- uh, and just to end on Gaga. So you've worked with, uh, as we've talked about before, Jessica Simpson when she uh, went through the messy divorce yeah. with with Nick Lachey. Now the rumors were back in the day they were fine until the rumors started that there were issues. Right. Could you see that happening with Bradley Cooper and her, his fiance with Lady Gaga? Yes. That they, they're, they're, they're a perfect couple right now. They're strong as could be. Ruin them. But but the rest of the world, because let's right. let's walk outside. Every other person is talking about it, saying Bradley Cooper <laughs> and Lady Gaga are going to get together. Let me, let me say this: Gaga is his type as much as I'm your well, type. Yeah, as we no, talked about, yeah. As much as I'm your type. So if people kept saying Gareth and Rob should get together. 
I'm not your thing. I I know, but but, but we're but, strong enough. But when the world is against, you got to be a strong person to understand that what everybody else is saying means nothing. I hear what you're saying. With Jessica and Nick, though, just to be really clear. The press reflected the truth rather than the other way around. Jessica and Nick were in trouble. Right. And the press found out about it and made it worse. But they weren't that happy. They weren't. They were already over. And people started to talk to the press about it. But they they, they were pretty much done. And then the press probably pushed it over the edge. Right. With Gaga and Bradley, they're not but see, but, but but see, it's not Gaga. I'm I'm talking. I'm talking about Bradley's fiance, Arena. S- Arena. Right. So, beautiful so model. a beautiful model who's really not out there. You don't know much about her. You you don't even know if she reacts to press. You know what I mean? Right. But every headline she's going to wake up as she scrolls on her phone, as we all do when we wake up, is. Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga are getting together. I know Bradley her a Co- little bit, not terribly well, but I know her a little bit from my Naomi Campbell right. model days. I'm told she's really well adjusted. She's not okay, that, that's what she's I'm not saying. that needy. You know, you hear a lot of times these beautiful models are, are really insecure. My sense of her is she, I he, just hope she's confident yeah, because she's got I would, it. I would she's hate got the for the baby and she, like she'll laugh, like she'll read the, the headlines and I, what I know of her. I don't know her right. well well, oh, but I know of her. I think she'll laugh. It's like if your wife saw a headline of you and me, please. She'd be like, "Oh, stupid. Well, yeah, she well, at yeah. first she would be all... like, I told you so, and then... <laughs> I love that she still thinks you're gay. After two babies and years together, I love making and children. I'm telling you. She one... still's like, I'm not sure I about him. I don't know. She's going to bring me on Mari one day, and uh, it's going to be the end of it, really. I, I just know There's it. There's nothing there. It, it's all rubbish. It, it, I, I, I think Bradley and his, his fiance are fine. All I right, do. That's what I want now, to know. I think we should be more concerned. Has anyone seen Lady Gaga this morning after she went to Madonna's party? Uh, is she still alive? Well, Where more, more importantly, Lady has Lady Gaga seen her Oscar? Because Madonna, <laughs> I would keep my eyes on that. Because why else would you invite Lady Gaga the with pic- her Oscar? <laughs> the picture, I put it up on Nordic Gossip. The picture is a little creepy. It does look like Madonna's sucking her blood dry. <laughs> like she just, she's crazy. Madonna's got her hands around her neck like she's ready to snap Lady yeah. Gaga's neck. Hey, it's a very You know what's going to happen? Picture. Madonna's going to date Bradley Cooper. <laughs> It's going to happen. <laughs> That's what will happen. <laughs> All right. Well, Rob, that is your Oscar recap. Uh, thank you, as always. Thank you for listening. I hope you had some fun. We did uh, each and every week as you're here. Uh, thank you for listening. My name is Garrett. That's Rob Shooter. We will talk to you next week right here on iHeart. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made, and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like, especially when it comes to 
Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends, we're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When the Taliban banned music in Afghanistan, millions were plunged into silence. Radios were smashed. Cassettes burned. You could be beaten or jailed or killed for breaking the rules. And yet, Afghans did it anyway. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But We Loved is a new podcast about queer history coming May 15th. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught. A history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. 
and we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.